cry about that, you dirty old bitch. All right, yeehaw, Internet. Uh, welcome back for another episode of Waiting for the Players, a Hunt Showdown podcast. This is John Cat coming at you live from Lewis's Drinkery and Saloon down here in Lower DeSalle. Picking up the old swing shift. Um, here to talk a little hunt with you guys. I got a carriage pulling up out front. We're not going to hem and haul. We're just going to go right into a song. Station, the newly crowned five-star all-star, the one, the only, Clutch Commando, Harrison. Harrison, how are you doing, Seth? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. Now that MJF's out of here, he was pretty pissed the last few times we used that song. But uh, the guy hurt his knee, so I think I got a little bit of time on my hands for he shows back up here. Yeah, he got busted knee. You can, you know, walk around the bar a few times. He can't catch you. Nah, I'll be all right. Uh, I'll pay Wardlow a little bit, and he'll keep him off my ass. Yeah. Weed every day. Um. Yeah, we're not gonna fuck around. We're just gonna go right into segment one. Uh, God damn it! I have so much stuff on this soundboard now. I get lost. I'm your huckleberry. That's just my game. Uh, have you been up to anything fun this week? This week, not so much. This has been a been just a work week. Yeah. Well, we are into the holidays now. We are post Thanksgiving. We're in the Christmas rush. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's the same thing for me. I'm just pretty much keeping my head down until after Christmas. Yeah, it's what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, I fuck around a little bit. I uh, I will say this. Playing Hunt has shaped me into a very, very, very good Fortnite player. <laughs> because they they relot they relaunched OG Fortnite and I haven't done much with my Switch in a very long time. So I just re-downloaded Fortnite to my Switch because pretty much my Switch is just docked in my the room I'm in now in my spare bedroom. Mm-hmm. And while I was updating and figuring out shit for the soundboard I had I was playing a game of Fortnite and I think I got a solid like four or five kills before I finally got downed and that was just because I couldn't figure out how to use the health kit um I I I think the last time I played Fortnite they've just launched OG Fortnite as a throwback the last time I played Fortnite was when the throwback was the only option. It was before we got real nutty. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so before, yeah. well, you know, it's good that you can beat up on some 10 year olds. See, oh, I, I laid, uh, I don't know who taught them not to move, but to just jump everywhere. And then all I do is just hold my gun at a level like a hip level and when they hit the ground before they could jump again I just rip a shotgun shell at them um yeah uh the uh, hunts taught me two things in life 
always keep your ears open and uh you can really just just rip Fortnite players if you play enough hunt. Yeah. Well, I mean any real shooter uh will help you with Fortnite. The problem is is some of those kids when they start building uh I I can't even keep up with what they're doing. Well, that's that's the thing. Um, I will get out of this section in a minute because this is, I don't have a bumper for Fortnite. I really don't give a fuck enough about Fortnite. But um, yeah. from what I had heard, the building had like, like wasn't a thing anymore. Like people had just kind of like stopped building. I had heard it had just become mainly like an extraction shooter. Like you fly in, you do your business, you get out. Every fight I got into when I played a couple games the other day, uh, we'd trade a few shots, I'd start reloading. And then when I come around cover, they're just building walls to stop me from shooting them. And then they would come out from behind the wall. So I was like, I didn't, A, I didn't think this was still happening. And B, you should probably use it a little bit better. What? That's yeah, ridiculous. They, they would they would build a wall. I could see them because, you know, it's, it's a shitty wall. It's a Fortnite wall. And I yeah. would just, I'd pump a couple shotgun shells in it to let them know I'm there. And then I'd wait for them to walk around the wall because inevitably they're just going to walk around the wall to shoot at me instead of building steps or something to get height. Oh, so, all right. It's kids. So I could just go to Fortnite and just punish kids. Yeah. If you want to feel good about yourself, just go right into Fortnite. Okay, that's... And they got vehicles. The vehicles are actually pretty decent. I was flying a plane around and shit. It was pretty good. Okay, that's good to know. It's it's not bad. Uh, I probably won't be playing a lot of it, but to have it in a spare bedroom on my Switch with either Fortnite or Diablo 2 Remastered, I think it's okay. I think the Switch is fine. Yeah, that's, that's great. I'll know what to do when I'm feeling upset and want to bully somebody to yeah. play some Fortnite. Yeah. Uh, we're going to go right into segment two. How are you not dead? I have no idea. Oh. Uh, the hits just keep on coming. We are out of the event at this point. Uh, we're not going to spend time babbling about the event because that was the last six months of podcasting when we had the Rockjaw event and then we had this event. But uh, the one thing this event did give us is. We had some slobber knockers. We did. Like, it wasn't like... I don't want to say... I don't want to say we've had events where stuff got... Because inevitably, you get into an event, and the pace picks up. New players come in, old players come back. If the pace inevitably kicks in, you kind of get tossed out of the frying pan into the fire. But I will say, this event, it seems like it's not too many new people coming in. It's people that never left that are just meeting on the same field at the same time. Yeah. You know, because it it seems like everybody playing now has a firm grasp of exactly what the game is. You're going to hide. You're going to take cover. You're going to shoot from cover. You're not going to rush unless you think you have the juice. Like, every game I've had, I've never once felt superior, but I've never felt, like, outclassed. I've always felt, like... Like, this is a fight that I'm going to really enjoy. Yeah, I, I can say most of them uh, were like that. Every now and then you get, you know, a solo who just comes out of the woods and just wipes everybody. 
but uh, that was a lot fewer this event. Yeah. It's also kind of just like the name of the game these days is just self-revive solo. Yeah. Like, and it also adds a new wrinkle of it's not a problem, but like if you're in a fight like we've been in where everybody's converging at the same time, you could kill one guy, but now all of a sudden it's that guy with them or is that guy yeah. on his own? Cause if that guy's with them, we have a bargaining trip where we're all of a sudden we're Dr. Strange. You know, yeah. I've come to bargain, but if that guy's not with them, we got a rat in the house. And at any given time, this guy could just be sitting there listening to his, listening to his screen. And the minute he hears boot steps go away from his body, he's just going to sit up like the fucking undertaker. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those yeah. solos do enjoy doing that, but uh, it was a lot. It was a lot less solo snipers this time. I'll say it was a whole lot. It was a lot more. Yes, mid yes. to close I've, range. And they they've kind of the the people that do. I mean, I enjoy playing solo. I we we play duos or trios for the most part, but there are t- yeah. there are days like when you guys aren't available. I don't feel like interacting with randoms so i just load up by myself like i i have no problem playing solo but i yeah i do agree that the solos have uh they've they've rounded out their they've rounded out their uh their loadouts it seems to where it's not just one guy with a label with a label marksman sitting a compound and a half away Yes, I've been, I've enjoyed not dealing with that. Yeah, but but um, I mean, even I, that, even that's fun. Every now and again, when you're like, "Where are these shots coming from?" Just move from cover to cover. Move from cover well, to cover. It's fun until you realize where it is, and then you're like, "Okay, I'm just going to not go that way. I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to put yeah. this compound in between us, and yeah. I just have to get to the extract before he gets to a tower high enough to shoot me." Exactly. Yeah, I, I like to play. Uh, I like to play those games. I call it the the Mighty Ducks three defense, where you just play good defense and you let them make the first move. Yeah. Like no, you can hold the angle all you want. I'll run this clock out. I don't give a shit. So either you can stumble your Weasley ass over here, or you go go your way. I'll go go my way. Yeah, we we haven't had to take the knee too many times. But there have been a few times where we're in the boss lair. We Somebody's just out there. There's one or two people out yeah. sniping. We all have shotguns, and we're like, we'll sit here until the time runs out. Yeah. And then about three, four minutes in is when they skedaddle, because they realized yeah. we're not yeah. coming yeah. out, and they don't want to come in. There's been those, but then there's also the ones where it's all of a sudden there's somebody like distance wise out of the range of what we have. And then it's like, scatter, look at the bodies, look at the bodies. Who didn't we burn? Yeah. What did this guy have? Oh, he had a Martini Henry with special ammo. And there's no special crates in here. We are so fucked. Yeah. But, yeah. We've, we've definitely gotten boned on some of that stuff. Yeah. But we are not opposed to taking a knee and running that clock out. So don't ever. If you see us in the bayou, no, you need to come to us because we yeah. won't wait out that clock. I never think of it as taking a knee. I always <laughs> think of it as, uh, I guess it would, I guess it is kind of 
bad to be like, no, I will sit here. But at the same time, I'm thinking like, I'm going to sit here because I'm not playing the game you want to play. I'm not Look. playing this game where you can, you can, you can deal with me with no repercussions from two compounds away. Like, Look, I'm all about go, going out and fighting people, but there are times where it's just no, you don't, you don't want to play the same game I want to play, so let's yeah. just not play and we'll wait out the clock. But nine out of ten times, I'm one who's like, no, we can go out and get them. But every now and then they want to play such a far off, yes, you know, hiding yeah, yeah. game that it's like, nah, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. As far I'll, as a I'll push, I, I'm always down for a push, but there's times where I'm like, we should strategically figure out when it's time to push. But if there's a guy, you know, sitting in a prison looking over a tower with a Mosin with a marksman scope on it, I mean, I'm going to, the push alone is going to take me 10 minutes to get to him. He shoot me from so far out. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we're also not afraid to charge in to a crowning king team. We will 100%. If you let us get to you, we will charge in and let the bodies lie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just gonna. We're, we're not leaving until that last guy's in the corner. Afraid we're going to come around the corner and all we just hear is. For God's sake, please stop it. There's no more time. You've got to. Please stop it. Stop it now. Turn it off. Turn it off. Stop it. Stop it. And we're just in there just shooting dudes. Our third guy's in the corner just fucking reloading. Yeah. Yeah. I could be an absolute menace to to a team of Crown and Kings if I have to be. Oh, absolutely. We will go straight into segment three. Segment we all know and love. Uh, topic this week, we are going to talk about loadouts. Um, we're just going to kind of shoot with a few small, like, mini topics. We'll try and knock all these things out. Um, do you have a preference when you're when you're picking your loadout? Is it more of a, let me look at my list of challenges? Uh, or do you go for, like, whatever the meta is at the time? If everybody's playing Mosin, are you one to be like, I don't want to play a Mosin. Or are you looking at your challenges like, well, I need poison, so I'm going to take... A centennial with poison rounds. Like, do, I, does, do challenges of any bearing on what you take? My challenges determine everything I take. I do everything I can to get my challenges done and get to the point where it's no longer necessary. And then I take whatever, you know, if our third needs bleed or poison or something, I'll take that. But I focus on getting the challenges done as effectively as possible and then going about doing whatever I want. Fair enough. I go the other way. <laughs> I play whatever the hell I fit. Like, I'll try. But the I run into the problem like with challenges sometimes where like, oh I need I need slug damage. It's it's like a real 70 like 70 30 mix if I can if I can fuck somebody up with a slug, 
Because mm-hmm. if you're in it, if you're like face to face with slugs, there's a chance you just miss that shot. So, and then you are SOL. So slugs are not meant to be close range. Slugs oh, allow your shotgun to be mid range. Every. Oh, yeah. Other people look at a slug as a, oh no, it's up close and it dies. And it's like, no, you can kill now from around the compound because you're hitting them with a big metal ball. You don't need to be up and close to do this. I'm aware. But if I take like, if I take a a Caldwell or a rival or even a specter or like, or like a slate and I Mm -hmm. need the slug challenge. Like the thing's useless to me if I get in a mix where I'm right up in somebody's face. Yeah, because it's like, can I hit him? Probably. If I miss him, I'm probably in trouble. Yes, that's why you need when you have slugs, you need to play it further off. You don't. You don't charge with slugs. Slugs turn your shotgun into a uh, Winnie. Yeah, or like a carabiner. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, second part of that topic. Um, do you, when you're making your loadout, do you take, do you prioritize uh, ammo type? Like, are you one that's going to look at long ammo and think, uh, I could take these nine rounds that I get in a label or whatever, I'm going to take that long ammo and just pray to God with these nine rounds, I could put some people down. Or do you feel more comfortable taking a medium a carabiner centennial or something with a b- even bigger ammo? Like, do you go for the ammo pool or do you go for the damage? I go for the ammo pool because I miss a lot of shots. With going for the ammo pool, would you be more comfortable going for the compact because the ammo pool's so much bigger, or would you stick in the medium range? Normally, I stick mid range, uh, carabiner or Springfield. Um, I do every now and then go to the Winnie, but I have pulled off of that. Should probably go back to it. The Winnie's a, a good, steady gun to use, but I use the carabiner a lot more. Yeah. Uh, as far as medium, I, I, pref- I don't know why I prefer the carabiner to the centennial. I, I think the centennials are great. And I don't give a fuck about levering. Levering's fun. I've died more while levering than I have killed more while levering. Yes. But as far as straight, like shooting the action of shooting from a distance with a rifle, I just feel more comfortable with the carabiner, I guess, than the, than the centennial. Yeah, uh, the carabiner's a. I, I feel it more well-rounded than the Centennial. I, I don't know why, an illegal, but I prefer it. And Springfield's an illegal all its own. Like, I know it's medium range, but like, I feel like the Springfield. Like, once you learn to use it, you almost don't feel like taking anything else. Yeah. Like, if I have to pick a medium ammo, I'm gonna. I'll probably pick the carabiner out of comfort. But, like, I've had a lot of luck with that fucking Springfield. 
So I like the Springfield because it's one in reload. I don't yeah. have to worry about running out of ammo. Yeah. Three shots in and then go, oh, fuck, now I'm in trouble. It's one and now I need to hide. One and now yeah. I need to hide. Yeah. And you get two different types of ammo if you want. Yes. The ammo types are varied as hell because you have a dum-dum, you have a high velocity, you have an explosive. Uh, Spring Springfield Springfield kind of goes up on that. Maybe not S tier, but it's definitely up there for, for solid loadout choices. Yes. Uh, I definitely, whenever I need headshots... I go for the Springfield because I'm more likely to get them. Yeah. You have to take your time and, you know, you only have that one shot. You really got to line it up. Yeah. Um, okay. And last part of this question is, uh, is a rifle necessary for a decent loadout? Do you need a rifle or a shotgun or do you feel like, like you could be just as dangerous in there with double quad, double you know quad doubles or two, like two single pistols. Do you think that the loadout needs to be min maxed within an inch of its life? Like I have my DPS coming out of my uh, Berthier, and then I have uh, I have a chain pistol with fanning. Like, do you go through it like you would if you were building a D and D character and you needed to min max everything? Or is this a situation where you're like, no, I really want to see if I can thread this needle with just a single PAX and a single PAX? Hmm. I've never done two single pistols. That might be what I do for December. Normally, I'll if I have my choice of everything, I'm most likely to take a crossbow and hmm. then a pistol. Yeah, I really like the crossbow with shock bolts. But explosive is uh, up there too. Yeah. But um, the old hot dog I'm, launcher. Yeah, yeah. Nothing's funnier than that. But um, I, of all the guns, my my favorite, my go-to if, of choice would be the crossbow. Yeah. I mean, I even like the hand cross. I think the hand crossbow. I've done plenty of loadouts where it's hand crossbow and then. Uh, I go hand crossbow and pistol, or I've done double hand crossbow. They don't know what the fuck is going on. There's so much shit flying. If, if I go, this is the this is the chaos loadout for the final part of this conversation. I'll leave you with the chaos loadout that nobody fucking knows what to do with. Is you take two hand crossbows and you take poison and fire on both of them, but you swap it. So in your first slot, hand crossbow, primary shot, poison, secondary shot, fire, second hand crossbow, swap it, primary, fire, secondary, poison. So you have fucking ridiculous ammo pools, but you basically have that full doubled up ammo pool devoted to each one. Yeah. And... Uh you just fucking lay waste to like something there shouldn't be there fire. Oh, they may get up poison reload, reload, take a little, take a little hand derringer. Mm -hmm. It's, uh, that's 
definitely your whole point then wouldn't necessarily be killing people, but just you're not going this way. Or you're not getting back up. If you are a solo, yeah. you're just not. You're. I'm going to be gone by the time this dissolves. Yeah. But yeah, I, the an, my answer, I guess, would be no. Uh, a a rifle or a large slot item is not required for a good loadout. But like like you said, if given the choice, you may not even pick a rifle. You might just pick a crossbow. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've done I've, that, and I've done double yeah. uh, bow and arrow. Double bow and arrow is fun. I've done double shotguns before. You've done double shotguns. Yeah. Um, I'd be interested to try like maybe a double precision. Yeah, or something uh, like. Maybe- I'd be interested, especially since you have the Nagant and you have this uh, Schofield and or the uppercut. Of, um, yeah, or like we did. Uh, We've been doing, um, well, I've been doing themed months. Uh, I keep meaning to tell you guys, I keep forgetting. We're at the end of November. So uh, I will, at the end of this episode, I'll tell you what the December theme will be for me at least. But we did, um, I did arrows through August. Not every loadout had to have at least one weapon that had an arrow, whether it was a bow and arrow, crossbow, hand crossbow, all of uh, September. It was Schofield September. I feel like Schofield September. I kind of shot myself in the foot because I should have just went Schofield Precision, double Schofields, and then just use the Precision since I have 78,000 rounds of ammo at that point. Yeah. But October was also, um, I think October we just played the event. I didn't really have a theme, but as far as November, I'm only using the the two new skins, the... Um, the Scrapbeak skins, the Meridian and the okay. Marin. Yeah. Because they're because they're turkeys. <laughs> they are turkeys. But uh yeah. I I think the 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 final word would just be I think the loadout's all in what the hell you make it. Uh it definitely is. So um what what's your theme for December? I'm going Christmas Carol themed where it's only Christmas skins. So that's skin Flint and that weird Krampus looking dude with the red mask mm-hmm. and every loadout has to have penny shots. So you can give the gift of cash to those who you need it. Whether it's okay. a penny shot Derringer shotgun with penny, like every loadout has to have at least one piece of equipment that has penny shot. Okay. All right. Um, Hmm. Since you're going to do Penny Shot, I guess I'll do, because it is the gift of the season of giving, um, we'll go single slot weapons only. So, um, just pistols. Pistols and hand crossbow. And that way, when I, if and when I die, my opponent has to pick up a new pistol. So you're only taking... Okay. That could be interesting. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't know how we're going to continue our coverage on the road to six stars, but I mean, that'll be interesting to see. Uh, man. Hey, we can see how it goes. We're going to have to really, we're going to have to really play you tight. We're going to have to, we're going to have to fucking hold on to you with a death grip. Yeah. Um, we're getting a little bit long. Do you have any names you want to go off? Uh, yeah, let's throw out another two names. 
let's Harrison go. Been keeping track of the names off of our console player list. These are people that we have interacted with or been killed by on console that Harrison really digs your gamer tag. I, I sure do. Uh, we'll start with Beaver Cleavage. Beaver Cleavage. Beaver Cleavage. And then uh, we'll go with a more recent one, uh, Moist Towelette. Moist Towelette 52. Mm. God damn it, I don't know why. Good. It's a good. It's a great. It's funny. a really good one. It's funny. Yeah. Um, and I'll give a shout out to our legendary hunters: the Ponytail Palm, Malcolm Anderson, Manor Von Velt, OG Gamer, Rat Three Two Nine, Mitchell Gertz. Um, we love all you guys. We appreciate the shit out of you. Happy holidays to everybody. We're going to be chronicling Harrison's rise to a six star. Twenty twenty four. The road to six stars is getting ready to go down. Hope everybody has a happy holiday. We'll be back shortly. Harrison, say good night. Good night, everybody. May Curdy's bees keep you company. And you're living a three-star life, but god damn it. I hope you have a six-star holiday. Everybody, I'll see you. In, I'll see you around Christmas. You guys take care. Well. Bye.